From years of anxiety to warrior and mentor, Bradley Robinson created the Anxiety Project to help you end your anxiety naturally. Let's mold the new you and let's end anxiety together. Hey everyone, welcome to the Anxiety Project podcast. This one is number 40. I am your host, Brad Robinson, here with you today. And this one is another anxiety story of mine. And this story is one of the worst moments in my life. This story really was very traumatic and it really impacted my future anxiety. But this story is so powerful and one I had to reframe because of how traumatic it was. So at this point in my life where this story takes place, I was still working as a camera assistant. So I I had a gig. I had a camera assisting gig for the day. Um, So... And so I, I, I couldn't sleep that night and it wasn't fully because of the excitement slash dread of the gig, um, because, well, it wasn't dread. I was, I was more like, uh, worried about, you know, how I was going to perform. How, what if I, I don't perform well and what if they think I'm not a good assistant what if I can't get enough sleep tonight because of this health issue I was battling? So at this point in my life, I was ruminating over my bladder because I thought I had a bladder infection. I thought something was wrong with my privates. I was feeling pain in that area and I was really ruminating over my illness, right? I was suffering from severe health anxiety. So I was ruminating over this illness. I was worried about my state of health. And on top of that, I was also worried about this camera gig the next day. You know, what, like, what if I just mess up and they never call me back? So I was having trouble sleeping. I was, I was suffering from severe health anxiety. And... Um, in the morning when I woke up, I was, I was completely drained. I'm like, whoa, my God, I, you know, I didn't get enough sleep. That was a, that was a rough night. You know, what if this illness is still here? You know, what if I'm dying because of it? You know, I'm, I'm, and I was really sensitized to my body. I was really afraid. I was fearful over my health and I, I didn't trust my body. I didn't trust myself. I was very chaotic in my mind. So in the morning, you know, I was dragging myself out of bed and then I dragged myself to the washroom and I was going pee. So when I was going pee, my pee was dark yellow, but I was not looking at the yellow. You know, I was actually perceiving my pee as being red. Now, this was very traumatic because I was very sensitized to the idea 
of, you know, being red equals, you know, you have an illness, a disease, and you're going to die. And I was really sensitized to that idea. And I was still, like I said before, I, I still had this belief within me that I have a bladder infection, that I have something serious going on with my privates. So I was, I had this, that belief, right? So my pee was dark yellow, but I, I, I was like, I was staring down and all of a sudden for this moment, I saw red and I, I automatically panicked. I freaked out and I, I stepped back. Like I thought I was going to faint. You know, I, I was, had shallow depth of field and I, I, I like I held on to the counter I was like, oh my God, you know, there's the proof. You know, I am ill. I am dying. I can see it right there. Now, this is very interesting, okay? And this still blows my mind to this day. That our, we see what we want to see. You know, we see what we want to see. My pee was yellow, dark yellow. But I was looking for the red. I was looking for the blood. I was looking for it. So I saw it. And to get to 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 dig more deeper into this uh, subject, we all, I well, I I'm going to talk about me in this one. I was holding on to this traumatic event, this traumatic belief of, you know, I have this bladder infection, I'm ill, and I have a disease, All I had these deep-rooted uh, beliefs and traumatic events from my past. Um, so everything, everything was being filtered through these traumatic beliefs. Okay. These events that happened to me in the past. And so I'm going to use a camera as an example, because, you know, I, I was a camera assistant and it relates to the story because I was working a gig at that time, a filter, a camera filter. You put that camera filter in front of the camera lens and it distorts the image. It makes the image that makes the color look different. You know, the image looks different. So imagine that piece of filter, which is like a, a square of glass, right? Imagine that square of glass as the traumatic event that's stored within my body, the traumatic event of the traumatic event that I believe I have a bladder infection. So I'm looking into the outside world through that filter, through that filter of, you know what, I'm unhealthy, I have a bladder infection. So I'm looking for anything in the outside world or I'm perceiving anything in everything in the outside world through that filter. And the, well, you know, I, I saw my uh, urine as red. I saw it as red. I was looking through that filter. I was, I was looking through the outside world as a victim of a disease, right? As a health issue, right? So 
that's what was going on. And, and, I, and I, I sprung into severe panic. And, and someone who, like myself, who was suffering from health anxiety, I was sensitized to everything about health. You know, a commercial would come on the TV and it would be about cancer and I would be sensitized by, oh my God, I have that. You know, oh my gosh, yeah, like, you know, I could get that so easily. I mean, you know, I'm unhealthy. Or it could be a billboard or a sign about a doctor and, you know, did you get this checked lately? And it's like, what? Oh my God, no, I didn't. Like, oh my God. So you're, 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 you're sensitized to everything about health you know, like when you hear a conversation, and this happened to me a lot, where I hear a conversation between two people, and the and the, and the man or woman's like, you know, he he's he's in the hospital, and I would like, oh my god, I would instantly engage my everything into that conversation. I'd be like, oh my god, what's going on with him? You know, he's in the hospital. You know, oh my god, this world is a dangerous place. You know, what if I have something and I get that and. You know what I mean? So everything was being filtered through that filter, right? Everything, everything, I was perceiving the outside world through that filter of, you know, my health. Like, I'm unhealthy. You know, I'm afraid of dying of a disease and things like that. So I freaked out. And then I got in contact with my mom. And I was going over what happened with her. She's like, go to work, you know, you can sort this out after and, you know, go to the doctors and all that stuff. So, so I, I, I was, I was making excuses not to go to work. I'm like, I can't go to work if I'm dying like this. This is crazy. You know, I, I'm suffering from, from, from an illness right now. And I'm supposed to go to work and, and do a good job and, and get there on time and all these things. So I, I drove to work, panicking. I'm in the car driving, panicking. Took me half an hour. So I, I show up in the parking lot. Um, and then I, I, I call my mom again. I'm like, for reassurance. I'm like, you know, like I'm like, I don't I'm I'm scared. Like this is serious. This never happened to me before. And I was talking to her and for reassurance. And after that phone call, I got to the job and I was just quiet. You know, I wasn't soci- sociable. I I was just very internal uh, over my uh, over my fears and my health and just trying to uh, get through each minute so I can get back to my safe zone, my house where my family is. So I was struggling through that job and I, I, I all I was going to the bathroom constantly. This is one thing I remember uh, during that day. I was going to the bathroom like every 10, 15 minutes. And what I would do in the bathroom is I would go pee and I would be checking in on my urine. You know, as I'm peeing, I'm like looking, checking the color. Everything was fine. It looked clear. I was drinking lots of water, um, too much water. I was overhydrated, I I, I believe. But um, I was checking in... Uh, checking in on my urine color, checking in if I was healthy, you know, taking a breather in the washroom and very eager to call my, 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 my folks for reassurance. And, you know, I was always going to the bathroom, uh, probably 
I was going to the bathroom that day on that job. Geez, six or seven times, something crazy. I was going, I was going all the time, every chance I got. And I was very internal, you know, and and not just internal, but I had poor posture. I couldn't keep up the conversations with my coworkers because of my, I was just so defeated. I felt so defeated, emotionally drained, um, low self-confidence, um, low self-worth. Uh, and I, be- I thought I was unhealthy. I thought, you know, what's the point? Uh, I'm just going to, I have to deal with this illness, you know. So I wasn't taking the job seriously. You know, I wasn't at my best. I wasn't doing what I really needed to do. So, you know, this, this, this day, it's sort of like being in a cave. Okay. So you're in a cave and it's dark and you have no sword or shield and you don't really have a light, but you, you, you know, there's monsters everywhere. You know, there's bugs everywhere. There's chaos all around you. You're in this cave. There's chaos all around you and you feel helpless you feel scared, you feel overwhelmed, and you don't know what to do. That's how I felt going through this anxiety that I was facing. I was scared. I didn't know what to do. There was chaos everywhere, chaos all around me. I didn't have any tools, techniques. I didn't have any order in my life. I didn't ha- I was fearful about all of these things, the state of my health, the fear of dying, the fear of being humiliated in front of my coworkers. And that was that was also a a big one was, you know, the fear of being humiliated. I felt like when I was going to the bathroom a lot, when I felt like I was being quiet, when I felt like I was I was being awkward. I felt like I was humiliating myself. I was, you know, it, it was, it was, I was like being an outcast, you know, and, and that feeling is terrible. It's absolutely horrible. The feeling of, you know, not fitting in the feeling of, you know, not being that awkward person and not part of the group. It's not a good feeling because, you know, back in the day, when you're not part of the tribe and you're on your own, you, you can't really survive, can you, in the, in the wild? You know, you're going to get eaten, you're going to get sick, and no one's going to help you, and, and it's hard to defend yourself on your own. So when you're not fitting in and, and when you feel like an outcast, in in the in in this modern time you you feel alone and and in in it's that it's that it's that feeling of being an outcast where you know you know if you're an outcast you in the wild you die you know back then back then when you're an outcast you die because you can't defend your you can't defend you can't you can't fend for yourself and it's like it's it's like that it's 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 like that you know if if you don't if you're not part of 
a, a, a group, a tribe, if you're not, if you're not, um, if you're not uh, social, social, uh, I can't even speak. If you're not like um, in that group, then then you it, it equals death. You know, humiliation. You know, that's why when people uh, feel humiliated, it 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 destroys them. Right? It destroys them. So, and that's because it it's like you know. Uh, um, I'm not part of the team. I'm not part of the group. You know, I, you know, I can't, I can't fend for myself without these people, right? So that's what I was feeling. You know, like I'm, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm just crazy. You know, I'm not part of society. You know, I, I wish I was like, I wish I was normal. And these were really deep uh, and um, limiting thoughts, right? I, I I was really struggling at this time, and another big part of the day was I was I was constantly calling home for reassurance. I, I remember leaving the building and and picking up my phone and calling my family and being like, you know, like like what it, what is going on with me? What is going on with my health? I'm looking for answers. You know, am I okay? Am I uh, healthy? Do you think I'm going crazy? All of these thoughts, all of, and and I was saying that to them because I truly believe that I was unhealthy. I was not well. Very powerful day. Uh, very emotional. And as any as any anxiety sufferer experiences, experienced is. When, when they go home, when I was going home at the end of the day, when I arrived back into my house, I felt relieved. I'm like, I'm home, my safe zone. And my anxiety went from like a 10 to a 5. And I felt, oh, I'm home. Now I can just spend time with family and talk about my problems with them. And I felt way better. So in the end... It wasn't red. My urine wasn't red. It was actually yellow. And it's amazing how we can perceive the outside world through this traumatic event, through this belief that we store within our body. And we need a sword and shield when we go out into the world and when we go through anxiety recovery, we need that sword. We need that shield. And the sword and shield represents techniques. It represents um, techniques and strategies, right? You can't go out into the dragon's lair without a sword and shield. And you need to add order. I needed to add order in my life. I didn't have any structure. My weeks were not planned. My weeks were so chaotic. I didn't know what, what, what I was going to do for money. I didn't know what I was going to do about my health. I didn't know. I didn't have any structure. And humans, we need structure. We need routine. Humans need routine. And going through my anxiety recovery, having that morning routine and night routine, that's, 
that's technique, that's strategies, right? The, the, the mental movie, the morning mental movie, huge, where you imagine how you want the day to go and you sit with yourself and you imagine how you want the day to turn out and you go through that in your meditation practice. This was huge for me. That's a technique. That's the sword, you know? So this event, this day, was a result of many traumatic events in my past. I was guilty of things. I was shameful of many things. I, I lived a, vac- a very chaotic lifestyle. I lived so chaotically. I was, I was going to bed at different times each night, staying up, up late, eating a lot of junk foods, um, uh, engaging in a lot of marijuana. And, and not only that, but it was just my mentality and my past traumas of, of things that just I've never dealt with yet. So I I accumulated all of this anxiety and my anxiety disorder over the all this chaos in my life. I I I brought it onto myself. It was my responsibility to get over my anxiety. So when I took that responsibility of, you know what, Brad, enough's enough. I reached my low point. I th- the every day I think I'm going crazy. I can't even leave the house. I I I I suffered through agoraphobia. I couldn't even leave the house because I was afraid of dying. I was afraid of the outside world. I was afraid of the chaos. So when you're when you're consumed by all of this anxiety, when you're consumed by all this chaos, what you need to do is step back and what and start changing yourself. Stop stop pursuing that job, you know, you always want, right? Stop pursuing all of these things that are so unnecessary, right? And step back a bit. Well, I mean like it's good to pursue your dreams, but I needed to step back away from everything and take care of myself. I needed to start with the little things. I need before I could pursue my dream job and and be the best I can be at my dream job. I was suffering through anxiety, you know. I was like, you know what? That that's irrelevant right now. What I need to do is step back, and I need to go tidy up my room a bit because tidying up your room is is great for two things. One, it gives you discipline, and two. The clutter is gone. So, you know, your room is a reflection of you. If your room is cluttered and messy, that's a reflection of your mind. Your mind must must be messy, must be chaotic. Your life must be chaotic. 
So I took care of that. I started getting rid of clothes. I started getting rid of pictures in my room. I started getting rid of books and all of these things. And everything lightened up in my room and everything became more orderly. And just taking care of that alone made me more disciplined and made my mind clear up a bit. I felt good of having a clean room now. And so that snowballed into, you know, I I started to add morning routines and night routines. So I was adding chaos, I was adding order and the chaos was more easy to manage because there was way too much chaos. I needed order. I needed way more order in my life. And so this day was so chaotic. The day where I was working that camera assisting job, I was going through hell. I was going through hell and I didn't know what to do. So I hope this podcast shines some light into your anxiety and into your your life because that's what I want to do. And that's why I talk about my past is so that you can relate. You can understand what you're going through. And, you know, this is something you can overcome. I overcame it naturally. I, I sought, uh, you know, I sought a, a coach and I worked with a coach and I was listening to uh, role models of mine that struggled with anxiety as well. So you, learning and you listening to this podcast, you're learning, you're you're absorbing this information into your, your unconscious mind. And now, now you're getting smarter. Now you're getting yourself knowledgeable. Now you're moving one step further. And this is so important when going through anxiety recovery. So thank you for listening to this podcast. And I really appreciate the comments and the and the ratings on iTunes. And I want to hear from you. If you want one-on-one coaching, I do offer that on my website at unpluganxiety.com. Thank you so much. And, you know, I love you all very much. Do not let anxiety define who you are. I will see you on the next podcast episode. Bye-bye. For more podcast episodes, for more video content, and one-on-one coaching with me via Skype, visit www.unpluganxiety.com for everything you need to know about ending anxiety naturally. I love you all. Have a great day. Bye-bye.